are back, and then we're just gonna jump into it. Ah, I love the cold opens, man. By the way, yeah, speaking yeah, of cold, another... we're back again. I guess we can call this episode 153.5 or 153 side B, whatever is clever. But anyway, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, this episode is not live, um, but we are just continuing our PlayStation Showcase conversation um, from the other day. By the time you guys listen to this, it won't be the other day for you, but me and DC thought it would be best to kind of spread the episode out a little bit just because there was so much to talk about, man. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure we, we had enough time to go over and talk about the things we're actually really excited about. Um, there's a couple of, yeah, there's a couple of games left. Um, I know on your list as well as mine that, you know, we kind of wanted to get into. Um, the first one I really just wanted to jump off the, the cliff with uh, is Dragon's Dogma 2, man. Um, so this was the game that the so the original game came out i want to say it was like 2015 maybe 2016 it came out quite a while ago um and the reason why i wanted to bring up this rpg because it was really unique in the way that you could create they had like this character pawn system where you would create a character and they would travel around with you through the game and your pawns could go play in other people's games to gain experience and stuff which I thought was like a really unique take for like RPGs and everything. I, I've, I've actually never played it. I've wanted to go back and play the first one. Um, depending on when this comes out, I might just wait for this to come out. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I thought this was one of the more interesting trailers cause we actually got to see like gameplay and stuff. And I've been kind of like looking for an RPG to play. Um, you know, it's been a while since I've played like a really, good jrpg um i've been kind of skipping through final fantasy 16 every so often uh, not 16 final fantasy 10 uh on pc every so often i'll go back and play like every couple of weeks um but yeah man i don't know did you i don't know if you if you saw this if you were interested at all in like you know the jrpg bag i want to say this game was on game pass it was somewhere because i have it on my hard drive uh part one i mean not two but part one right I believe it's on one of my hard drives because I see it all the time, and I'm like, why haven't I never played this? Yeah, man, because... it, it has like a cult following too. I'm not sure what it was about the original game that because I remember, I remember they re-released it at one point with like I guess some updated features and stuff that people were requesting. Um, but I, I know, I know for a fact it has like a pretty big like cult following. Just it looked like, great. Yeah, it looked great, and um. You guys out there who's listening, you know, if you have any experience with this game or you know about this game, please hit us up in the comments, uh, YouTube comments, come in Discord and um, inform us because I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know anything about this game because I don't. I know for sure I have part one on one of my hard drives. I've never played it. I want to say I got it off Game Pass. I don't know because I remember the artwork for the cover, but... From what I've seen uh, for part two mm-hmm. on the showcase, it looked good. It looked good. It, it struck, uh, it really piqued my interest. And I'm just going to just be honest, man. It's so much. It's so much coming out. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get into, honestly. Yeah. For, for, for the listeners, I'm just going <laughs> to be real. It's so, like, I might not get to it when it comes out it may be like a little while later because before we started up um the show here we were talking about uh diablo 4 yeah i just trying to find the time to play it because it, it drops like right around the time street fighter drop and i want to be all in for street fighter so i don't know 
if I'm be able to, you know, just immediately jump into Diablo four and then, you know, just with the whole RP situation I'm in, we got some events coming up for that. So I mean, just being a gamer, it's a wild year. Now I'm not complaining by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm just saying it's gonna be a good minute before I can really just kind of jump into the games that I want to jump in. And this game looks like a game I actually want to check out. I want to do some research on. Yeah. You know, and see if it's for me because, like, the trailer and stuff, it looked good. I want to know more. Basically, you know, I just want to know more about the game. And I'll just take it from there, man. Like, if it's worth talking about, you know, we we like to revisit things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't always have and, to be when think... it comes out. And I think it's still played pretty heavily. So so just to, like, for context, Dragon's Dogma 2 had no sort of, like, release date or release window. So I, I very much doubt we'll get that game this year. Um, maybe sometime next year we'll get a release date. I, I'm hopeful that it'll drop maybe later next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just actually looked it up on Steam. So, yeah, so the original game was just called Dragon's Dogma, and then they had this Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, which was supposed to be, like, the re... I don't want to say that remastered or just like the re 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 advised parts of the game that I guess some of the community were kind of struggling with. Um, but the game still has very positive reviews. It has over 26,000 reviews on steam. Um, and some of them are actually pretty informative. So I would probably, you know, if you were interested in hearing or seeing what people were saying about the game, I would probably check there. Cause people usually get pretty detailed in their steam reviews. Um, mm. So yeah. And it's 30 bucks on steam as well. So it's not super oh, really? super expensive, yeah. Um, I just added it to my wish list. I I definitely want to check this out, just especially because of the multiplayer stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 excited to see more of uh Dragon's Dogma too, man. Like I said, it's it's been something that I know that the community has been asking. Um, I'm firing up think, my Xbox right now because yeah. I'm just so curious to see. Because I think it was uh, Capcom that developed this. I can't remember. It's Capcom or Square Enix. Uh, I want to say it might have been Square Enix that developed this. Um, so either way, oh yeah, it's actually Capcom because they're using the RE engine, which is actually pretty cool. Um, Wait, what is the name again? I know Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen yeah, yeah. is what it's called. Yeah, you might have the original version. So, mm, yeah, I'm looking through my hard drive now. The new one is um two. Yep, yep, yep. No release window on it, so I mean, we'll see. You know. Capcom's been kind of releasing bangers the last couple of years, man. And, you know, they have that new engine that they've been using for all their Resident Evil games. I mean, if that's any indication of what the final product of the game is going to look like visually, like, I'm pretty excited to see that because, you know. Also, yeah, we're going to have a visual banger. Yeah, a visual feast, if you will, or, you know, but. Ooh, not feast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, remember Callisto Protocol? No. I'm just scrolling through my list. Yeah, no, I do. (laughs) I never finished it. I got bored of it, man. I didn't. Anyway, but yeah, man, that was that was the one that was one of the games I wanted to talk about, man. What what, what was something else that you that kind of caught your eye that you were interested in? I know of one title, but I just you know we're still saying we're still saving it. Um, I do want to touch on Final Fantasy. Okay, I do. Final Fantasy sixteen. Shout out to my my guy Dave out there, um, Dave Dre, Ivan, all the good brothers over there, Sam, uh, because we've discussed this a lot. Yeah, over on those guys' side of town. Um, this game, ah, man, where do I? Because I have a 
problem with what I'm seeing so far uh, from the combat, it seems like the story, which is one of the reasons why I've always been drawn to um, the Final Fantasy series, mm-hmm. they always seem to like just hit the nail on the head, hit it out of the park as far as the storyline of the storyline goes, right? But this one, it seemed like it has a great story, but I was looking at the um, combat, and it's always been something that's thrown me off in the last couple of Final Fantasies, and it's been the reason why um, I've played it, Mm -hmm. but I've never really... Like, the combat, I I just don't like the really fast, flashy combat in my RPGs. You prefer more turn-based, right? Like you're, you're, you're I mean, kind of like a turn-based been, guy, or I love turn-based turn-based RPGs, man. Uh, I just got into a what is it, Octo Octo Traveler, Octopath Traveler. Oh my Octopath. gosh, such a great game! So I'm playing part one, and then by the time I finish part one, part two should be on sale because that's seventy beans. But um, <laughs> yeah, and it was on Game Pass. I was so mad I missed it. Yeah, it but, was at one point. Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, it don't necessarily have to be turn-based, right? I think maybe, like, you know who did a good job with it, I think, uh, is Final Fantasy the remake. Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, they they had a really good mix of, like, action and turn-based. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think they really hit the nail on the head. Like, that's kind of, if I'm going to do the kind of out of the fast, I mean, turn-based type stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that game does it good for me. This one seems like, and this is only from what we've seen at the showcase. It could be different. Sure. Maybe it's a character who just moves fast, or but it just seems like it was just really, really fast-paced action. It, it almost reminded me like you know, like a a God of War or something like where it's just a like a hack and slash type. That's what I kind of got from it, and that's my honestly, that's my only real gripe about it. I do want to see more. I would love to return back to the. I feel like I fell off really bad, but I would really like to return to the um, Final Fantasy series. I I, I want to get back into their games. I might actually buy the remake because I just felt like I did need the remake at the time. Because I I dude I've played the hell out of seven. I, I yeah, just honestly, the original you mean right? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to see it anymore. But I watch I've watched people play the remake and it looks cool. Like I like the spin they put on it. But I don't know about this one. It sits on the fence until I see more. Sure. And once again, these games are so like these games are big too. So you're getting a ton of games, but you're also getting these games that you're getting not... meaty experiences, man, with these mm-hmm. large releases, yeah. Yeah, so I think just I would love to just hear how people is managing their gaming time. Like that's one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately too, because you know when these games drop, like streamer culture is just like crazy. Because for example, like I know someone who blazes through games at a sick pace. Um, if you watch Krista Christology, like the way that girl flies through games, it it just makes me kind of wonder. Like, are you really, like, enjoying the experience? And she does it because, like, you know, it's like, oh, well, this game comes out. So I got to hurry up and beat this before this come out. I got to hurry up and beat this. Oh, well, this is about to come out. So, and she flies through games. But I, I just always wonder in the back of my mind, like, 
is that a fun experience for you? You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, that's that's very valid. And, and you know, just to kind of speak to the combat itself of Final Fantasy 16, I'm, I'm right there with you. It kind of looks, a, it looks like very Devil May Cry, um, very active, just like I said, very fast-paced combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just like I mentioned a few minutes ago, man, like I, I've gone, I've been going back and playing through like Final Fantasy X. Um, and I, and I, I prefer the turn-based style myself. I think when they switched over after twelve, like, cause I remember playing, I got through about halfway through Final Fantasy Thirteen, and that's when they kind of started to move closer towards the more action-heavy uh, RPG mechanics. And I, and I'm curious to see if there will be any sort of mixture of what Final Fantasy VII has done, which a lot of people just, you know, just like you were saying, a lot of people really have praised that that project mm-hmm. itself. I mean, but I think overall, like, 16 looks like an incredible experience. I mean, just from everything from the character designs to the world that they're in, they're introducing, you know, it looks like you have all this political strife. And, and that's one of the things that I would encourage people who've never played any Final Fantasy game um, to really just, like, just kind of, like, let yourself get lost in the story because there are yeah. some really incredible game like stories and characters that have been told through the the Final Fantasy series over the years. I mean, it's a reason why it's still around, you know what I mean? And, and it is currently number 16, but there's definitely more than 16 games. I know that's like confusing for a lot of people. So, I will say like, you know, if you if you're curious about getting into the series, you don't have to play you know the first 15 games like each story oh it's a different story yeah it's it, it's its own self-contained universe world story characters and everything so mm-hmm. um that one comes out uh the end of june actually june 22nd i don't know why i kept telling myself it came out in july um so that one's definitely going to be a pretty big i think release. so you got diablo street fighter <laughs> and final and fantasy, final fantasy all coming within weeks apart from each other. Three, three, about three weeks. Yeah, June, uh, Diablo and and Street Fighter literally come out a week. I think. If nah, that. Well, actually, the the Ultimate Edition of Diablo you can play on June first. So technically, it comes out on the first if you paid a hundred dollars. Which, let's be honest, millions of people have paid a hundred dollars to get that early access. They've that. been waiting for this game <laughs> for ten years. This game's yeah, it's been ten years since Diablo three. So people are definitely gonna be playing that. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I think Final Fantasy 16, I'm going to save for like early next year or something like a slow time in the year. Yeah, you know, man. It's, it's, it's tough. Wanna, it's going to be tough. Like, I mean, I want to give a little PSA, man. Hey, man, play at your own pace. Yeah. We getting bombarded. This is going to, this year is supposed to last us for a couple of years. I just want to throw that up. <laughs> they could literally stop making games. Yeah, you're right. For like three years. And <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear that shit talking about we ain't got no games to play. Anybody who say that on my Twitter feed, I'm on you. I'm yeah, sorry. And, I'm and on I mean, you. Honestly, we still, you know, for, all intents and purposes, you know, feel how you feel about Xbox. For every, you know, everybody feels how they feel right now. But we still have that showcase coming up in two weeks, so we're gonna get even more release dates for games that are coming out this year. There's gonna be more, you know, just just more everything. So it's gonna be a pretty insane year, man. I I'm just I'm kind of like you uh, when it comes to like streamer culture and. Mm-hmm. the need to and i think that's just really kind of reflective of the internet nowadays man like everyone has to you know you have this need to move at a million miles a second i need to i need to finish this and i and i used to be that way as well like i gotta finish this game because this one's coming out so i can play this and this and this and this 
but you I feel like you kind of robbed yourself of those experiences and I will say man I've seen quite a few people still just taking their time playing through Zelda because they've you know some people have been waiting for this game for seven years so they're they're very excited to to want to let time. it marinate yeah yeah you ain't gotta um, rush it you what know for? take their time to discover the secrets you know just lose yourself in an open world game and I and I feel like I'm getting kind of back due I'm just starting to slowly get that open world itch like because i've been staying away from open world games for like the last two or three years i mean i guess you could kind of say like cyberpunk but that has such a rocky launch man like i need something that i can really like sink my teeth into so yeah man final fantasy 16 looks good man very excited for that very very excited for it i mean final fantasy 16 uh, yeah your boy is i, I really really want to return man I'm happy to hear that, man. I didn't know you were really into. I remember we've had conversations about it before, um, but I'm excited to hear you'll be jumping into it. That's cool. Yeah, I've played like I have a stoic history with Final Fantasy. (laughs) I've played a lot of them. I won't say I've played every single one of them, but I've played a lot. You played, played yeah, you played a good bit of them. I've played and actually finished them. That's the more impressive thing. Yeah, (laughs) I've actually finished the damn game. So that's awesome. Yeah. Hmm, so you, you just want to, because I, I just want to queue up the music, man. I, we, got, we got two more. Yeah, we got two two games left that we've been kind of saving. We might as well just jump into it, man. Um, Very, very big projects that were announced and shown um, closer towards the end of the showcase. The first one I wanted to talk about, because I, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. I'm very excited to hear how you feel Greatest about it. Greatest game of all time. And so that... <laughs> That, of course, is the remake to Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, which has been dubbed Metal Gear Solid Delta. Which don't is even change. Don't pretty, do this to me. Pretty interesting naming name change there. First of all, let's not change it. I don't want to change the name. You call it you call it Snake Eater. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what people are probably still going to refer to it as. But this, yeah, this one was probably like one of the biggest well-known rumors going up to the showcase. Um, I'm curious who's actually developing the game. I don't think we have much information in the way of that because, you know, Konami really hasn't, they've, they've kind of like taken, you know, they've kind of taken a break from developing games like over the last couple of years, but nonetheless, how are you feeling? They, not only did they announce this remake, but they also announced the Metal Gear Solid collection, which is the first game, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty and the original Snake Eater coming out to PS5. I believe it's coming out PS5, Xbox, and PC. I'm, I'm sure uh, this fall as well. So we're, we're getting back to the Metal Gear Solid series, man. It's been gone for a while, man. How are you feeling as a, a fan of the series? Mm, ha, ha, ha. Um, where do I even begin? Because Snake Eater is probably one of the. Um, I don't know. Some people would argue and say that it's probably one of the best uh, in the series. Sure. But I remember, for whatever reason, I remember when Snake Eater came out, like it did numbers because it was Metal Gear and it was, you know, that whole infamous franchise. But I think a lot of people, when you think of the Metal Gear Solid series, you think of like the Cyber Ninja and... um what was it metal gear just metal gear solid like i think it was more memorable moments you know what i'm saying more quote-unquote viral moments from that one as far as metal gear uh solid snake eater goes like you know 
as far as like boss fights because you always have these like moments um with these bosses that are legendary like like metal gear solid like it had an ensemble of bosses because remember um what's the dude you had to like play with your controller to get it to work uh psycho psycho manis yeah psycho manis yeah uh, then you had a uh, sniper wolf because you had that like epic battle in the forest you had to like find her and um what snake eater did though was they did kind of because i know they had this you had to fight this old man in the jungle. I think his name was The End. I know exactly. I think that's what his name was. Let's see. Yeah, and it was basically like, it, if you look at it carefully, it was almost like a spinoff to Sniper Wolf because you was in a, a forest, in a snowy forest fighting her, but this guy you be fighting in a jungle. And it's weird because like he be falling asleep. Like If you don't find him in time, like he'll fall asleep. It was some weird kind of situation going on, but... I think the other games in the series may have had more of those type of like viral type moments where they had enemies and stuff that people were always talking about. I don't think Snake Eater got that in regards to his like enemies and stuff. But I think as the fran like as the franchise moved on and we got more games, people started to double back on snake eater and realize how good it was yeah now i could be wrong but this is just what i feel like i saw through my eyes because i don't really recall people talking about snake eater in such a high regard until maybe like i want to say maybe about five years ago a couple of years ago like i said i think people came back to it and realized how good it was um and i think one of the things that really really made the game fun and kind of unique in a way like we always know that snake is all about the stealth like he's not really it's not really action-packed but i think the camouflage system in snake eater was probably one of the best out of the series because it really put an emphasis on using uh camouflage to maintain um your stealth yeah so like it was like you got like a lot of different jungle fatigues and it, it was really fun like if you look up pictures and like they had these little things they were like oh can you can you see snake and it was like because the like camouflage was that good and so you know it was like almost like a survivalist type of game because you know you're out in the jungle you had to like eat frogs and stuff like that that's like how that's why I like the intro on the showcase was like you see that frog and then the frog get ate by something and then it was more or less putting emphasis on surviving. So not only are you on this super secret mission to do whatever it is that Snake does, you know, how those stories get, but it was also like it was, there was a survival aspect to it. So right. I'm glad to see that it's back, man. I'm glad to see that it's back. And hopefully people who didn't get a chance to experience the first experience the game, the first go round, they get to experience it this time. And I, I can't wait to see with like these powerful machines that we have, um, how this jungle and the camouflage is going to look, how the bosses is going to look like. I'm very, very, very excited for this game, man. Like it's so much. Like if you if you know any Metal Gear series, you know the lore is crazy. I've still yet to make sense of all this, the all the damn games, but yeah, I'm needless to say, I'm very, very excited about this game, man. Yeah, I will say like the initial, the you know, I know it was a CG trailer and everything, and you know, I don't imagine we'll 
get any sort of release date information until maybe next year for this. Like, I don't, I don't imagine this game is like super close to being released. I would prefer them to take their time, which is probably why they're giving us the the uh, Metal Gear collection uh, for the you know announced for the fall of this year. Um, but yeah, Metal Gear has always just been kind of one of those games that's been around for such a long, like the series itself has been around for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind of sad to have seen it, you know, take take the time that it has off, you know, especially with how things ended with Konami and Kojima, which is, you know, I, I hope that I, I can say this much. I really hope that they give him his his flowers and just do, you know, in the remake. I know he's, you know, not 100 percent, probably not going to be involved with it. You know, he's running Kojima Productions and stuff now doing his own thing. But I hope that there's some sort of nod to him and the the team that worked on Snake Eater because it's it's such a cult classic in the series. And I mean, you just you just kind of have to do right by those people, right? Like I like I said, I know Konami's really not much into the gaming. They're not really in the gaming industry like prominently like they used to be. But you know, they they just kind of I, I would I would like to see that man. That would make me happy. Uh, but I, I I'm definitely excited for this. This is probably one of the the biggest announcements that I've seen. Um, you know, once again, got to give them a little knock, a little knock on the chin because there was nothing as far as like release windows for a lot of stuff that PlayStation show. But this, I'm kind of okay with because remakes. I would prefer remakes take their time. You know, whoever's developing this, take your time to get it right. You know, because remakes, in my opinion, are trickier than making new IPs because you have a certain set of expectations that come along with nostalgia of the, of this remastered project. You know, we, and we've gotten quite a few, in my opinion, high quality remakes over the last couple of years. And I hope this one, maybe this one revitalizes the Metal Gear franchise. You know, maybe we get some more stories told in that universe. And, you know, I know canonically, I think Metal Gear Solid 4 was technically the last one in terms of storyline, but you know, I could see them doing something else like cloning another snake and calling him, I don't know, coffee snake mm. or some shit. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, <laughs> you know mm. I don't know, fighting some new war or something like it'd be cool to see, man. Like I, I do. I, I am very, very excited for this project as well. So hopefully we'll get some more information sooner rather than later. Like it'd be cool to see. And, it, and it's I'm sure it's going to be beautiful, just like you said, like running through the jungle, dealing with all the different iconic bosses. I mean, you got Ocelot, just like you said, at the end. And just you know, too many, too many iconic villains for Snake. Big boss, man. Of let course, me tell you, you know, to fight and it's gonna be cool. They don't man. remember when the when you got to go to the cutscene when the end was just standing there for so long. There were bugs crawling across his eyeball, and he didn't even move. <laughs> I think there's because... something in the game too that if you don't fight him, because you could you could kind of like correct me if I'm wrong. But you could kind of fight the bosses in whatever order. Is some of them in whatever order you want it, right? Or am I crazy? Because I feel like at one point in the game, if you don't fight him after a while, he just kind of dies. Like you don't actually do the boss fight. I'm gonna have to look that up. There was some weird. I remember something weird about him in particular, because he was so old that if you after a while is that what it was he died during the fight i think i think it's something yeah it's something along those lines because he's like over 100 years old and they called him like the father of sniping or whatever i'm gonna have to look that up it's gonna that's gonna bother me but it's just it's weird little moments like that that just really catch you in in your memory and stuff it's cool to see man so 
shout out shout out to whomever Konami or whoever is making that, and you know don't cut Kojima's names out of the credits like you did last time. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So you know that's that's definitely casting a wide net there, man. But you know, speaking of oh, that's bought day one. Yeah, by the way, oh, yeah, I was that gonna is, say I didn't even go to ask you. I was and just gonna if yeah. y'all played that game the begin uh not the beginning the end like the end the last boss fight and that yeah. whole sequence of events at the end. Yeah. That's a chef's kiss, man. That yeah. game is really the music is good. iconic too, man. Snake eater. Mm. Hey, look, mm, look, look. We already told y'all. Look, Get come Adele on, Beyonce, on that, Adele, Beyonce, somebody. Come on, we need a re. Hey, let me tell you, if that shit come on, bro. First of all, no, 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 no. I'm gonna take this back. Just leave it alone. I don't want this game coming out with some hip hop, hippity hop, super oh, snake eater remix. I just don't. <laughs> Just leave the song the way it is. That would be wild. That would yeah, be wild. I don't want any kind of funky jazz rendition of a remix. No. Oh, God. I leave it not. alone. Yeah, that'd be cool. So hopefully we get some more information on that soon, man. And of course, of course, of course, the very last thing that they showed. At the the most controversial show. thing they've shown. Controversial to I... those who are wrong. Okay, I'll say it. They're wrong. Their opinions I didn't are wrong. even know. Dude, what's crazy is I didn't even know. That this game got so much smoke. I thought everybody was in love. I was in love. I'll be honest with you, man. I think people are just so unhappy in gaming right now that they just don't know how to. No, it's not unhappy, bro. I say it. I'll say it a thousand times. I screamed it on Twitter. I'll I'll argue argue you down about it. Gamers are entitled pricks. Yes. We are so entitled into what we think is right and what like just not giving people grace. If anything deserves grace, it's Spider-Man. And then y'all coming up with these conclusions like people are done. Y'all like y'all saw the whole game. What's killing me is like people making these wild things like, oh, like prime example, right? Oh, they back in New York again. Oh, How you do mean you know where that? he's What no 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 Darius triggered me. Darius, Darius, Darius triggered me. Darius, how do they know this? That's They're saying this like they played the whole game. What if you're fighting Craven at the end in his jungle hometown? It doesn't huh? matter though. Like New York is such an iconic, iconic place for Spider-Man. It's almost asinine to think that they would put him anywhere else. Like that's I. That but no, 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 no. I got this for you. Compute to me. Like, I got this for you. I got this for you. What? Well, let's say if Spider-Man Two was just in Detroit. Then you're gonna have everybody saying, "Okay, I'm gonna be. Why is this shit in Detroit? That would actually make me angry." <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm be honest. I'm be on their side on that one. Like, whoa, he, whoa, walk easy for there, fella. I mean, that's I, my hometown. It, nah, that's what I meant though. Like he he is to, and I'm wearing my Spider Man shirt right now. He is New York City. He is New York, one of the New York City's premier. But I'm just saying, if you like, put him in any other city, people are gonna complain. I, I mean, like I guess if it makes sense, but whatever. I just want to talk about the reveal itself. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about all these angry, mm-hmm. upset little children on the internet, Twitter trying to ruin stuff for people. Weedle, weedle, weedle. So we got we got a trailer, we got a story trailer, and we got a ten minute uh, gameplay sequence for Spider Man Two, and which I appreciate. Yes, thank you. And I will say, man, from my personal opinion and my personal view of what I saw, this is my Tears of the Kingdom. For I have been waiting for Spider Man Two for such mm. a long time. I mean, I, I'm I'm if I I'm gonna be honest here, man. Like, I liked it over God of War when it released in 2018. Like I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed Spider-Man 2 
not to say God of War is a bad game because I know people are gonna try to twist my you know twist my nuts to say that oh man you have to say you mean you didn't like God of War. No, yeah, don't twist his nuts, bro. I I enjoy that. I enjoyed Spider Man a lot more, and it looks like they're just they're taking things to the next level with this because the one thing that I've always loved about Spider Man are his 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 villains his his cod the the gallery the rogue gallery is what they call it yeah, that's the word I was thinking of the rogue gallery for the villains that he faces and I'm so happy that we're getting one of my favorite ones in Craven. A lot of people don't know about Craven, man. He, you know, he's from Mother Russia. He's from the motherland. And mm. he is he is the one of the deadliest hunters and gives Peter he 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 can give Spider-Man the fits. And you know what I like? You know what I like about that? And that's just like Batman, right? Yeah. I love the fact that they have a villain that's not necessarily this over the top mm-hmm. super mutant or got these like wild abilities i'd love to see like a villain that's just almost kind of like a around the way person that's street, just really street level at... threat is what they usually call those types of villains like those street level yeah like if you look at craven you're like okay it's spider-man but spider-man should be able to whoop his ass blah 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 but mm. he's like this superior hunter you know he's a, he's a hunter and he he's also incredibly strong fast like he you know he has all that stuff as well so because, you know, a lot of people don't think of Spider-Man as being strong. You're wrong. Anyway. Um, I don't understand why they... Spider-Man is incredibly strong and durable, but just like the look of the game and the fact that you get to play as Miles as well, like you can switch between them on the go. Um, and, and my mm. gosh, man, the, the Venom suit. Uh, oh, oh, man. All that little technique from uh, Grand Theft Auto, huh? I like it. What do you mean? Switching between switching between yeah, characters. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too when I saw that. And I and ouch, I just hit my elbow. And I love that, man. I, I think that this game is probably gonna be one of the highlights of like the PlayStation 5's library up to this point. Um, and I love the fact that we get this. Um first of all, I'm not even sure where he got the symbiote from. Um, but I love the fact that you can see that it's consuming him because we got this serious Peter Parker, you know, he's a little gritty. He's a little serious now. So, you know, miles is the one with the one liners and trying to keep it cool. So that intrigued me with the story. Like, okay, how did we get here? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I will say that, and I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say, play the first one. That's there, what I'm doing. I figured uh, that. I figured that. There's something at the so, end that kind of leads into what's going on with Peter um, in this game as well. And that's it's, what I thought. it's pretty interesting because it kind of ties into Harry Osborn. And, you know, I'm thinking and I have a theory that at some point, oh, okay. either in the second game or at the end of the second game, we're going to see the birth of either the green or the hobgoblin, which is Peter's. You know, that's his Joker. You know, you just mentioned Batman. That's Peter's Joker. And, oh, good old the goblin. Yeah, line. we haven't seen we haven't seen the green bean yet in the Wait, series. So, is it safe to say that? Um, because I, I I recall you saying that Spider Man was one of your 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 ones. Um, yes. So we got a Spider Man. Um, favorite favorite superhero, hundred percent. Oh, okay. So we from chat and I mean uh, everybody listening. We got a um 
if you guys are watching the audio version and well i mean the video version on youtube you're going to see spider-man sitting on top of my pc as well as my spider-man shirt yeah i forgot i re yeah. remember you saying that like long time ago that spider-man was your guy yeah. so if anybody has the spidey knowledge we're talking to him right now i i just love it man and it looks like and they and they said like they dropped like a blog post and everything and one of the developers on twitter said that what they showed at the showcase isn't even close to anything that people have seen yet as far as like how crazy and cool like this game is and i i just yeah, i, I love exactly. every every single moment that i saw man like for the from the chase scene to trying mm -hmm. to hunt down the lizard like it, it there's just an I love that we're getting so many different villains and, and just cool moments in this. And, you know, I cannot wait to get my hands on this game where Venom is going to show up at some point. We know that we don't know who he's going to be. I know there are theories that people are saying, oh, Peter's going to turn into Venom. That's not going to happen. That's just not going to happen. I, I, I refute that 110%. I will bet. I, I will shave my mustache off my face mm. if Ooh. Peter Parker turns into Venom. You heard it here first. My wife's gonna Ooh, hate you. Know, me, but you I'm know how funny <laughs> people look when they shave off their stash. You, yeah, you look you look kind of like you know you did something bad, like you're a villain or something. I don't know. But what did you think about it, man? I know you just said you're playing through the first game. Um, you it know. got me back into the first game because I ain't gonna lie, I completely forgot about playing the first game. Mm -hmm. Even though I loved it, like I love swinging through the city and all that good stuff. I love the combat yeah. on part one. I think they did a very good job with the combat and um, is it goes without saying, man. Like when I saw it, you know, it was, I did not expect, like many other people, I didn't expect to get all of that. Right. Because when the, when the story mode kind of came on and they were talking to like Craven, I was like, oh, Spider-Man. Then I looked, I was like, oh, okay, this the big bad. I did like I thought it was gonna fade out. Sure. It was gonna give us some little CGI story, then it fade out. And I'm so glad that they didn't. Cause like you said, you know, give us a little more gameplay or whatever. And I'm just looking at it and I was just like, All right, wonder how this is gonna work out. And it was just very simplistic thoughts on my end, to be honest. And then, yeah. you know, we go to this little cut scene and then like it jumps into the live like live action gameplay of <laughs> yeah. like this venom just comes out the suit comes out and he's like all these tentacles he just come in hot like fighting and i'm like oh like when he pent dude up against the side of the house and was giving him kicks from hell he he murdered that man even, that yeah he <laughs> like the, the, the crazy thing about it is the tone right yeah because you have the serious peter parker and if y'all go back and pay attention to the fighting style, he even fights different. It's more aggressive. Yeah. It's more like he doesn't care about killing stuff. Um, his tone is a little darker, you know? And like just arrogant. All the, the, the arrogance is is wild. And fun fact, yeah, I know, know a lot of people don't know this. Um the symbiote affecting his and people's attitudes is something that started in the nineties. With like the '90s comic books and the and the '90s animated series. Before that, they never really spoke on how it affected. There was there was never really a time where it kind of affected him mentally. But I'm glad that they're keeping that because the symbiotes themselves are you know life forms that have attitudes and personalities of their own, and it's cool to see 
that it's bringing out that side of Peter. Cause just like you said, I think it's going to play a very interesting part in his relationship with miles, who is technically a new Spider-Man at this point. You know, he's still kind of new to the, to the gig and still learning on his own and he's stuff. A Spidey apprentice. Yeah. You know, spider virgin, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's still new and he, he looks up to Peter and I think it's going to be very interesting to see. Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to, I know we had a title for this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look at both of these titles we have for this episode because that's funny. That's, that's goddamn funny. Hey, bro. Part two, Spidey Virgin. Oh my God. <laughs> he is, man. But it's, it's really, it's going to be cool to see the differences in. So, you know, I don't, I don't know, like, you know, if you, if I know you, you're playing through, but people who haven't, uh, his the suits in the game all have like different abilities and stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And they spoke on that uh, for Peter in particular, he's gonna have symbiote variants of pretty much all the suits that he has in game, which is gonna be wild. So I can only imagine like what the combat's gonna look like for this game, especially with how fast the SSD is for the um this for the PlayStation Five. You know, they're, they're, you know, you can, it's probably going to be almost instantaneous switching between him and Miles, which is just like you said, like GTA five was, they were really kind of the pioneers of that you get, you can play a character and you switch at them pretty much anytime you want. And they're, they're going off and living and going through their own day and stuff. So I can imagine we're going to get to, you know, certain points where you're switching between the two of them. And one of them's like in the middle of chasing down, just like a, a bad guy or something, you know, cause that would be cool to me. Like, you know, the, those are the little things that I'm kind of looking forward to in this game. And you're not just stuck in one part of New York city. They pretty much have opened up the entire city. Cause I, I believe in the first game, you're mostly just stuck in Manhattan. If I remember right. Um, but you know, you're going to have all the other boroughs and stuff. I believe. But no, Darius it's still in New York. I mean, Hey, well, it's still in New York. Darius. Like New York ain't big as fuck. <laughs> like it's just, Hey man, people just want to be miserable. I'm, I'm convinced. But this is definitely a highlight for me, man. The the only criticism I have, once again, is we did not get any sort of release date for this game. And we're we're already halfway through the year. So that kind of makes me a little nervous about it. I don't see this game getting pushed out of the, you know, 2023. I'm I'm feeling no. very confident that it's not gonna hit that rumored September date though. So I mean, if you guys wanna drop this on my birthday, that would be great, Insomnia. That would be the best birthday present ever. Ooh, so spicy. So, you know, hopefully this does stick the landing for the end of the year. I think this is going to be one of the highest selling titles of the year. Um, maybe right behind Zelda, you know, depending on what else comes out, it might just be a two-man race between Zelda and Tears of the Kingdom for uh, Game of the Year. So it's going to be very, very exciting. I'm very, very I, I can see that at the top of the food chain. You got Zelda, then Spider-Man. Yeah. Because Spider-Man is going to hit. Like, I, I just feel yeah. that confident, like, <laughs> unlike the heat. But we're not talking basketball. Uh, but um, yikes. yeah. Um, I I just definitely. This is a. I I will go on record and say that this Phil Spencer. This is what we call a system seller. <laughs> this is what we call a system seller, sir. Yeah. This this game is going. I won't. Let's do this when that comes out. I want to particularly pay attention to. PlayStation sales. Oh, that's definitely going to be, yeah. That's a good point. Man, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they do some sort of bundle. 
with uh like a Spider-Man PlayStation 5 Ooh. bundle. I would love to see that, Ooh. honestly. Ooh, Venom controller. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, because you think about it, right? Like, we haven't really had, due to the supply shortages and stuff, those, like, specialty collectible consoles that, you know, Xbox and PlayStation have done in the past. So maybe this will be, like, one of the first big ones that we get. I know they did one, or they did something for Legend of Zelda. Uh, it wasn't like, I don't think it was like a, it might have been like a Switch, actually. I gotta go back and look, but they did something for the release of Tears of the Kingdom, like alongside it, like some something hard hardware related. Um, but I would love to see that, man. This is definitely day one pickup for me. I don't care what I gotta do to get the money to get another PlayStation Five, but I will have one and I will be playing this and taking off work for it. I've already made my mind up, so like we're in there, like swimmer. Ooh, <laughs> we in there like toe thong sandals. Taking, taking time off and I'm streaming like eight ten hours playing spider-man absolutely like this is this is it for me so that's pretty much most of the playstation showcase man we've covered a lot um and i think that's probably a good place to kind of put a nice little bow on this man so by the time you guys hear this episode we will already probably be talking about street fighter 6 um we're gonna have a guest of ours on a, a good friend of ours man uh darius Darkstar. From the corrupted the corrupted data podcast on i'm very very excited to talk to him and really just dive deep into everything that is street fighter 6 because this is another monumental game that's coming out um, we definitely i mean we're just gonna go you know elbow deep into talking about this i don't know what mm -hmm. we're gonna do about diablo like i said i'm probably not gonna play it um i don't really foresee myself playing the game itself i could probably talk about it from a viewer standpoint just the things that i see and you know, maybe we can squeeze some time in to talk about Diablo if you pick it up. Um, we could we could definitely do that. Um, also, for those of you who are listening, uh, we are planning a live post-show reaction to the Xbox Showcase. The Xbox Showcase and the Starfield Direct on June 11th. We're going to go live right after we're planning that as well. So make sure you guys tune into that. That's going to be our first time doing that. And I'm very excited to just do an episode right off the cuff, right after initial reaction, just talking about everything that we've seen. So please, please, please make sure you guys tune in for that, man. Um, that will be on a Sunday, June 11th uh, is when that is. Uh, so just stay tuned for more information on that. But I think that's a good place to wrap up episode 153.5, man. Thank you guys for hanging out and listening. Um, and you... I, um, before we get out of here, hold on there, buddy. I know it's yeah Sunday on a Monday and you got to skedaddle but there's two things i want to do real quick what's that first of all this is just a sound clip for me to post on twitter hey guys i'm going to be busy getting my life together so this episode and this episode only will be posted thursday instead of wednesday we're going to post it thursday morning. oh yeah that's yeah 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 we're going to post fine. it thursday morning i'm going to put all the announcements on the socials and stuff so you won't be getting it wednesday by we'll the, by the time Thursday. they see this, it'll already be out. So you didn't even have to. Yeah, you didn't even have to. Oh, no, it. this is for my Twitter clip. I'm just going to clip okay. this and throw sure. it on Twitter. That's gotcha. why I'm saying that. Gotcha. But yeah, that's the only reason I'm saying that. Second, hey, man, um, word around town is, you know, your boy was sauteing in his first Apex tournament. You want to give us about two minutes of that before we get oh, up out of yeah. here? So, yeah. How was your experience, man? Let's go. Let's talk oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, so I played in the... So what DC's talking about, I played in a my very first Apex uh, semi-competitive event for... It's this uh, content, these content creators, his and her live. They're a couple who do like Apex events and play Apex. Um, very, very nice community, man. They're super, super great people. 
So they host these events throughout the month, throughout every month um, that they've been doing. I participated in one called the Bot League, which is their kind of beginner intro event for everyone. Um, they have events for like multiple skill levels, so don't feel like you have to be like, you know, a pro player or anything like that. But I played in it and I placed ninth out of 61 people, if I remember right, like after the points Ooh, were all talented and everything. Okay. Um, I would have placed better if not for that one game. I would have placed better, but I had a blast. I had a great time playing it. It was, it was incredible. I'm mm -hmm. definitely going to be playing in some more. Um, they haven't announced the events for June yet. Um, so I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye out for that, man. But I had a good time, man. I was just happy to be there. I played with some really nice people, some very good players as well, too. So I definitely learned a lot, and I feel like I've gotten better at the game just playing that one night. So um, it's just Apex is just fun. Like, I've, I've gotten to this point. I'm, I'm really starting to feel I feel like that I'm starting to get that competitive spirit back from, you know, way back when. And it's I think it's a good a good thing for me especially when there's downtime for games and stuff like single player games and things I don't really have to play or want to play. So like Apex and Street Fighter, just like, you know, they came around at, at a really good time for me. And I feel like I'm actually improving at the game as well. So uh, minus my controllers being cursed apparently, but <laughs> that's a story for another day, man. But yeah, I had a great time playing in it, man. It was awesome. That was all. It was awesome to watch, man. It was definitely you know, you had the home team over here rooting for you, man. And you, yeah. your boy, you're looking, man, your boy looking good out there, man. You're looking <laughs> crispy, man. I was doing, I you got know, a couple I saw of some people excited yeah. when they, when you got back on their team, they was like, oh, our savior is here. No, I didn't say all that. But, you know, it seemed yeah. like, you know, you made a, um, a few new cool friends and some connections were made. And that's yeah. what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. So I, yeah. it was fun to see that. I can't wait to see you participate and more of that i'll be there watching for sure you know so yeah man it was it was fun man and you know once again shout out to his and hers his and hers live that's the name of the uh twitch channel and the uh the people that make the events and host them and stuff so you know just just really big shout out to them for doing that man because they you know they don't have to do that but they take the time to make that stuff for their community and for everyone to join and mm -hmm. i think it's really catching steam for them too so they had a pretty big uh raid and host during the event as well which is cool to see so just it's just fun, man. I, I've I've really been having a lot of fun making content again. Like it's it's taken me a while to kind of get out of that and, funk. And but. you, yeah, I I've noticed it myself. Like I've noticed it, and it's spreading. Like because I'm over here, like cooking up on. I got a few things I got to drop for the, my YouTube, and yeah. you know, like you guys like you, BZ, and the foundation of people that you know that's around us it seemed like everyone is just feeding off of each other and it's just a good time man you know yeah. we're just gonna keep pushing forward and creating good content and we're gonna grow that's it man that's all we're gonna do man so just yeah keep on the lookout for that guys i, I got some clips and stuff i'm gonna be making throughout the week uh from the event itself to post um i had some pretty crazy in -game yes too, please do so. please do make sure you put them in the discord too yeah for yep. sure for sure all right, guys, that's it, man. Thank you guys for hanging out for episode 153.5, man. We usually record the podcast every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern live on twitch.tv slash Darius the Artist, where you can also find me streaming uh, a few times a week. Uh, just follow me everywhere, Darius the Artist, where it is a three. I appreciate you guys, man. I hope you guys have a good day. See ya, DC. It's all you. I don't have nothing, man. We're going to let Darius go ahead and take us away. And that's it, guys. It's over. We're done. We're done. Bonito. Peace. See you guys Have later, a good man. memorial. Peace. Hope y'all have a good one. Peace.